Okay, so we're learning the Kazari has given us a long description and explanation of the principles of the Khir. And she's going to start today with the practical part of it. And therefore he says, when it comes to understanding that a person is given choice, at the same time we understand that like when the is in charge and decides what happens, and now the last is going to come to is, what's the, if that's the case, what's the person's Khir of status? If we know that everything is decided by Hashem, if we know that Hashem uh, is in charge anyway, so then what's with Nabi Shadis? So he says at the top of the page, it's Mamish uh, end of the Simon, and this print is 102, Mamish uh, is at the top of the page, when it comes to the reasons for Shadis, this is my advice, the Misha Yamibo person accepted, and he says not only that, the person doesn't agree with what he's going to say. It's not coming from a deep ceremony, it's coming from a It's coming from a lack of responsibility. Why? Because it's not that the status a person does is what a person thinks causes results. The person knows that everything goes back to what Hashem wants. And if that's the case, so why is he doing status at all? Those things which happen just because Hashem decided without needing any human participation. Who are covered by ISIS. Those are the things that Shem as a covenant to take him, or as an ice, as a sign he wants to prove that he's doing an S. But there are matrich and Sibos themselves. And when Hashem is doing an Isim, or Hashem is trying to mukhabit somebody, then it doesn't need a person to do anything. Akhadish Prophet takes care of it by himself. Moshe goes up Parsinai, 40 days he goes without eating, he didn't prepare food for himself, there wasn't the status he had to do. Similarly, when it came to destroying Sancheriv's army, um, which happened in miraculously, the Malach came and killed him outside the gates of Yishalayim. So again, there was no Yishtadus that Cheskiyomer had to do. Because Hashem wants to do a nes, then he doesn't nice without people. The reasons why Hashem does nisim is not up to us. So we don't have the 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 reasons why when why and when Hashem chooses to do a nes, when we do nes, when Hashem does choose to do a nes, then the person is not going to do anything. We have to be at Hashem and Hashem will do everything. When it comes to nisim, so there's nothing for a person to, to prepare. That's true. Whereas when Hashem is doing a nes, then the whole point of the nes is that even though a person didn't do anything, because Shmuel is going to bring about the nes. So aval hazimunim hanafshim. Which means a person can prepare himself. The, what a person can do to prepare themselves, and that's going to bring about a change in the world. In other words, because the person is a big tzaddik, so there'll be more type in the world. If a person is not, there'll be less. So the idea that a person understands that what they can do in order to in order to change, so to speak, or in order to bring about a change in the system. That's something which is so satire. What he means by that is like this. The Ramban says this on the, the Ramban says this on the Chumash. The Ramban brings up a well-known question in the Rishonim. And the Rishonim asks the question, if you look in the Torah, whenever the Torah talks about reward, it talks about reward in the Ramazah. It talks about, I shall bless your crops, and you'll have rain, and you'll have peace, and you'll be, and you'll be rich, and you'll be healthy. And the punishment, the Hashem will take away the rain, and you'll suffer, and there'll be enemies, and you'll be sick. And the Torah never ever talks about the reward of a spiritual reward. The Torah never talks about it. The Torah never talks about it. Why not? 
Why does the Torah only talk about physical reward and physical punishment and never talk about Ruchni reward and Ruchni punishment? Like we said in previous hearing, this was a Shaila which worried all the Rishonim. Every Rishon had his answer. The, the Ramam has an answer, and the Ramban has an answer, and the Rashba has an answer, and the uh, Chavis has an answer. It was a, a, and the Kuzari himself spoke about it in the beginning and answered the question as well. And now what he's saying here is really not to answer the Ramban. And the Ramban answers a big Yisad. And the Ramban says that really by telling us that if a person listens to the Torah, so Hashem will send the rain. And if a person does listen to the Torah, Hashem will take the rain away. That's the big Chiddush. That's the big Chiddush. That's what the Torah is to Mechadish to us. Why? He says because it's a double Pashat. That if a person serves Hashem, Hashem will reward him. Why should we think not like that? And if that's the case, Tom, you know that there's reward for doing mitzvahs. Why, why, why wouldn't there be? It's, uh, it's understood that if a person is doing Hashem wants him to do, Hashem will reward him. It's understood that if a person is doing Hashem doesn't want him to do, Hashem will punish him. That's not a Chiddush. So what is the Chiddush? The Chiddush is, says Rabban, that Hashem is prepared to change the Teva for that. There's no reason in the world why if I learn Torah, it should rain. What's one going to do with the other one? But the fact that Hashem is prepared to change the normal way the world runs because of what people are doing, that's more of a Chiddush than the fact that Hashem is prepared to reward the Tzadik as being a Tzadik and the Rosh as being a Rosh. It's a big Chiddush to say Hashem is going to change the world for them. And that's why the Torah tells the Chiddush, you should know, not only is it, are you going to get rewarded for the mitzvahs you do, but Hashem is even prepared to change the Teva for that. And therefore, even things which normally have a certain Mahalik TV of how they work, a person can change through doing mitzvahs. How that works? How does the fact that I do a mitzvah mean it's going to rain tomorrow? That's what we call Sadis In other words, we don't have a Mahalik to explain exactly what the conversion is, or what mitzvahs a person does and how it affects the world. But we know the Torah tells us that if we listen to Hashem, and recite him, look at the rain, look at the bracha. And that's what he says over here as well. He says, them for a nest, a person doesn't have to do anything, Hashem will bring a nest. What a person can do to prepare themselves, in other words, to be more deserving, with this principle that when a person deserves more, then it's moil, it helps because it will bring more touch to the world. But that's not in a, a direct established fashion. Now, it's not that a person is doing something which is going to cause a result. A person is doing something by being more of a tzaddik, by listening more to Hashem. And we know in some way, which in the way Hashem decides, that can change. That can change what Hashem does. Yes, that makes sense. Just like if a person has someone who's sick, and you're going to do more mitzvahs for them, or daven for them, or get stalker for them, how does that cure a mechera? How does give paying somebody money cure, cure somebody's sickness? This is all part of the same principle, which means the chiddush is Hashem runs this world based on what people deserve. So if a person who's sick gets better, is it a nice? Yes. But the difference is this is a nice which a person can bring about. As opposed to a nest, like for example, Hashem destroying some Kherib's army or things like that, there's nothing for a person to do. Hashem decided to make a nest, it's completely up to him. Over here, the nest which we're talking about, which means Hashem is prepared to change what would normally be the way things work in this world, because of what a person does, that kind of that then starts what a person does. And therefore that kind of uh, that kind of nest, if you want to call it that, Hashem can, a person can do enough to make it happen. Not directly. He's not doing something which is going to make the Khaira better directly. But through Shosim. And when it's Shosim, so that changes the that changes the day. So, uh, so even though it doesn't make sense why that Khaida recovered, it doesn't make sense why things changed in this world the way they did, uh, that all goes back to the fact that Hashem changed him in response to what a person did. So, did a person bring it about? Yes, there is Shosim. But that's not called directly, that's what he calls the Derech of. Apisayr Satayr, the Mishriya Dain, for a person who knows them. 
Whereas when it comes to direct ishtadlis, which means trying directly to deal with whatever it is that I need to do, the kasha ishtadla adam besibusayim tzayis. When we talk about sibusayim tzayis, which means the means I have to try and achieve something, but when a person does whatever the status which is the, the right status to do in order to achieve something, knowing first, knowing first it's up to Hashem what I can't do and what's going to result is up to Him, then he might say, then he's doing the right thing, he won't make a mistake. He can't say, this is a very famous quote of the Kazari. And that is, if a person is bitachon, so why can't I run across the road without looking? Hashem will look after me. If I have bitachon, why can't I do things which are dangerous? Hashem will look after me. So the Kazari says, it's an isr. It's also to do that, because the Apostle says, let the Nasur Hashem. Don't give a test Hashem to try and save you. And therefore, doing something which is a Sakona Gemura, which is considered something dangerous to do, in a way where I'm saying, I have bitachon, and Kira challenging Hashem to save me, that's uh, that's uh, Asr. That's in the Gedda with Nasus Hashem, and if a person shouldn't do that. So the Gemara says, Heichad Shriach is a Kashani. Gemara Psach Mephes Mubes asked the question. The Gemara answers, it's only the case there's not a special, like an extra Sakana. If there's this extra Sakana, then it's Asr. The Gemara brings a proof that when Hashem told Shmuel to go and anoint David as a king, Shmuel told him, How can I go? Shal will kill me. You're doing a mitzvah, Hashem told you to go. And the Gemara says, but you see what Shaul was like. Uh, Shaul tried to kill David for years. And that's the case. Shaul was scared Shaul tried to kill him too. That's called Shekhiyah Hazaik. And therefore, it would be the right thing to do not to put oneself into Sakana. So, why, why yesterday we learned about uh, Yoav came with Dafka and Shaul? Avishai. Really? Avishai. Avishai went to David into Shaul's camp. Yeah, even though he was sleeping. So he explained yesterday that David understood that was a way to save himself. He thought, I'm not going to run away. He's going to no, chase David me. understand. But I wish I... I trusted David. He was going to, if David wants to so go, go with him. Uh, again, why did David take the risk? David understood this was the, this was the better option. Yeah, but David knew that one day he would became a king. Because Hashem is promising. So right. He knows that he can't kill him because he's going to be king. But what about Abishai? Uh, Abishai, I can't uh, trust all this. Um, okay, so that's a specific question there. Can he really understand that if David would get saved, he would get saved too? So he wasn't doing something which he thought was, he was sakin himself in Rana Hashem. He thought that it was the land in, 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 in the Matzav to fight him. Just like we saw when Yenison went to fight the Plishtim, it was two people against the whole army, him and his Nasakinim, his sword bearer. And it's, it sounds like Shri Chazeke, but you're talking in a battle. So anyway, it's a Hezek. It's not like without it, there wouldn't have been in a Makum Sakana. They were in a Makum Sakana already. The question was, was this going to be a way, I mean, Ashamayim, to help them? Or they would be, they would be attacked, like everyone else is going to get attacked. Or David fight Goliath. Very dangerous. David fight Goliath again. Mitzvah Milchama is different because there's always, there's already a Milchama. It's not like I'm putting myself into Sakana, the Sakana is here. Every soldier goes to fight. It's a muscle sakana. But you're not sakana anyway. They were fighting. They were shooting. They were shooting at you. So now you're going to try and help. You're going to try and kill them back. Okay. Whereas for a person to go into a sakana situation, he wasn't in a sakana before. He wasn't in a dangerous situation before. So why are you putting yourself into danger? When it's already the mitzvah sakana, and that's what you try to save ourselves from. And then the shav. 
those who would say that Kiru Hashem giving a person instructions um, to, to somebody to listen to him or not listen to him, when anyway Hashem knows what that person is going to do. So then the argument would be, so then it's the Shabbat, it's nothing. Why are you telling a person what to do when you know he's going to do anyway? Says the Kazari, it's not the Shabbat. It's not for nothing that Hashem tells the person what to do, even though he knows what the person is going to do. Why? We already explained what causes a person to either rebel against Hashem or to listen to Hashem and obey him is through the situation which a person has to choose it. And therefore, the cause, the reasons which are going to cause the Hashem to, to serve him, Hashem knew in advance. And Hashem knew what he was going to do. Hashem knows in advance who's going to be a tzaddik. Like uh, the, Gemara, the Gemara says clearly that Hashem uh, showed Adam Arishan in each Torah who the Tzadikim of the Torah were going to be. Hashem showed the Mishnah in each Torah who the Tzadikim of the Torah were going to be. So Hashem knew Mirosh the Tzadikim were going to be. And Meshesibes Abidas Yishma B'Techafayah Nat is going to listen to Hashem, which means he listened to his instructions. Lechayin Kadam Bidah Daitzai Meri Hamamri Meshesibes Hamitzayis. Somebody Hashem knew the Rishayim were going to be in advance. In Bechet, what and what would be the reason what made them Rishayim? In Bechevra Sarayim, if because of the people they were with who were bad people, I would take various mezakara or their own bad medas, I would take various mezakara or their own bad medas, they were too lazy, whatever the reason is going to be. So then Hashem in advance, the Hashem are going to be. And if that's the case, if Hashem knows in advance who's going to be a Tzadik, Hashem knows in advance who's going to be a Russia. So then what's the point of giving them instruction? Okay, you know what a person is going to do, so you tell them that, don't do it, you know you will. What's, what's the point of telling him? So, there, so that's the question that they ask. If Hashem knows what people are going to do, so then, okay, keep quiet and let them do it. And the reward will punish them. What's the point of giving Musa to a Rashi who knows he's not going to listen to you anyway? And the emphasis, if we think about it, before we give the Kazari's answer, I want to develop the question a bit more, because it's a very strong question. Because the Allah is for us as people, it's also to do that. The Gemara says in Yavamis that, just like it's a mitzvah to give Teichacha to a person who's going to listen, it's a sort to give Teichacha to a person who's not going to listen. Why is Asura to give Teichacha to a person who's not going to listen? Because you're just making this punishment worse. What are you achieving? You're not going to listen. So now you made a shaggy into a mazin. You made a kid, a chayte who was doing it to the taiva, into a chayte who was doing it to the So what did you achieve? So then what's the point of giving him techach? And if that's the case, now we have a very strong question. Hashem gives techach to Rishayim the whole time. For 40 years, Yemiyah Novi was shouting the people of Yishalayim to the Yishalayim, and they didn't listen to him, not even once. So that's the case, why is Hashem doing that? You know they're not going to listen, you know they're going to get punished. So you're just making them very worse by the fact that they're married with different novi. You're making it worse by the fact that they're not listening to novi either. So why give Teichacha, just like we wouldn't do that. We won't give Teichacha to a person who knows not going to listen to us. Why does Hashem do it? Why does Hashem give a Muslim to Rishon who he knows not going to listen to him? So he's not asking the question of how can Rishon not listen. Hashem gives people Bechira, they can choose. And not punish them for it. But what, why, why, make the, why make their crime worse than it is already? Which means why give them Teichacha? And now that not only are they guilty of being over Avera, they're guilty of also being Mamre Devar Novi. They're guilty of also of being Malibim and Malach Elikim. Which, like the Pasuk says, that was the biggest Avera, the Kudal Hashem. That they were, they were Malibim, they embarrassed the, the Malach, the messengers of Hashem, the Nabi. So what are you doing for? You know, you know they're not going to listen anyway. So better don't give them to Chafa. So that's a good question. What's the answer? That's what he says that. Uh, that uh, the, the question he doesn't quote who it is because the question he asked is Lashab. Hashem is giving Musa for nothing. There's no point. It's just going to make things worse for people. So what's the point of that? So he says 
The reason for that is because because giving him Musa will actually make him less less of a, of a rebel. This needs to be explained by saying Big Hiddish. And that is, even if a person doesn't listen to the Musa, the Musa has an effect. The Musa has an effect. And if it has an effect, and therefore the, the person who's the rebel who's not listening to Hashem, but even if he's not going to change, but nevertheless, this pile nafshay, Hashem atechokis. I feel him at his palace. The Maisa is it has some effect on him, not enough of an effect to change him, but at least a certain amount of an effect it has. It's not the same as you wouldn't give it to Chachos. And if that's the case, it's worth giving him Musa. Why is it worth giving him Musa? Because the Musa makes a small effect. It, it makes him less bad than he was before. It makes him less of a Russia. Oh, he didn't listen to you? You're right. He wasn't strong enough to make him listen. But at least it wasn't the same... It wasn't the same... Precursor, uh, it wasn't the same kilo uh, merit as it was before. Now, let me explain it with what the line of Ayla Lapin used to say. And I always to say, I can't guarantee that anyone who listens to me will remain a tzaddik. But one thing I can guarantee is that anybody who listens to me will never enjoy being a Russian. You'll never enjoy being a Russian. Why? Because the Tekhach will make a decent effect. You won't be paragolagamri. You won't enjoy being a Russian. You'll feel too bad. You'll have a guilty conscience. So that's that's a big difference. Avisuk Vezirat in Kaikhbar. He says that you can have two people who are doing their the same aver. But one feels inside ah, I feel bad, and the other one doesn't. He says there's a tremendous difference in Shemaim between the point Misha Savera Manacha and the Misha Savera Blianacha. The person doesn't aver inside he feels uh, it's not the right thing to do. Is in a much different place, the person doesn't care. Like one in נהגי,כשהדבר הוא עתידי,כשהדבר הוא עתידי,כשהדבר הוא עתידי,כשהדבר הוא עתידי,כשהדבר הוא עתידי,כשהדבר הוא עתידי,כשהדבר הוא עת
little bit more uh, of Kharat, a little bit more of a, like unhappy about what he's doing. And that's what he says, it's even the Techacha is poil benefesh, even a Ma'atis Spadis. For sure, if you're talking to a rabbi, not to a yachid, if you're talking to a lot of people, then for sure it's going to make a difference because there's somebody that will affect. Somebody in the rabbi will listen to you. It wasn't for nothing. And this was, they, always, they always quote this for sharing um, the various Bali Musa. It's the first in the Kazari. And that is to talk to a rabbi that it makes a difference to one person, it's already Shaveh. It's already Shaveh. It's like a Shemtin to Nabi. Told the client, sure, maybe one person did Shaveh. Was Shaveh for that person. It doesn't make a difference, no one else noticed, no one else cared, it doesn't make a difference. For one person, was Shaveh. It's a tremendous Chiddush. It's a tremendous Chiddush, but uh, that, that's what the Kazari explains. Why even Hashem knows what's going to happen, and he knows what people are going to decide, and he knows that they're not going to listen anyway. So why is he still trying to? Why is he still trying to give them And the answer is because Hashem also knows that it will make a diff- little bit of a difference. That, that, that it won't be the same level of how bad that error is going to be. Never uh, there is a good example. But uh, the other point is interesting is that you see not just that Hashem knows. You see Hashem how much Hashem cares about the Russia. We're talking about the person that Hashem knows isn't going to listen and is going to do that error anyway. Do that, he'll get punished. No, Hashem will matriach himself to send a novi to give the person a warning. Why? Because that way that person will get punished a little bit less. Because he will feel a little bit less good about what he's doing. And as a result of that, he'll do that very little bit worse. Ah, then he really won't get the same punishment. Shaveh. It's worth it for Hashem to send a novi to warn the person not to do that very because the result of that will be that person will get a little bit less punishment. Another, you're talking about a Russia. The Russia is not listening to Hashem. The Russia anyway is going to get punished. He'll get punished a bit less. That's a, it shows you this, not just the fact that Hashem is a cheshpan, but how much Hashem cares. How much Hashem cares. It's kadai for him. Kilo, to, to go the whole effort of warning somebody, just so that that way, that same Rosh who's not listening to him, won't get punished to the same level. What's with Halitayu, the Rosh of the Yamas? Halitayu, the Rosh of the Yamas, is a din And that is that, uh, in a certain times, we aren't mechuyiv to, like we said, we can't make a cheshpan. It's a ba'as, we don't say that it's a, it's a, we, we, that someone who's not going to listen, we should give him a say anyway. But Hashem makes a cheshman, because Hashem knows what's going to make a difference to the person, and therefore the fact that it will make him do that, he'll do that very still. He's not holding by not doing it. But at least he'll do it in a little bit of a different way, that's good. Uh, and then he says, Vashir for a rabbi. The fact that there's a person that's going to be macabre from it, so then it's already, it's already worthwhile. Chaim Shmulevitz used to always say, he said, Tazevit in that. He said, even if that one person is me, even if the person is going to get a ta'eris from speaking, is the person speaking himself. Because he, he himself hears stronger what he's saying. And he himself takes Musa from his own words and says, even if the whole is fell asleep. Even if no one else listens to a single word. He said, even if the person that's going to benefit from the drasha is the person giving the drasha. That's already enough. doesn't have to be necessary for the audience to be the person who's speaking to. So even if no one else is going to get affected by it, at least he does. What is about the background story? So I'll just finish with this. His son in the Revisa Gazrachish later. At one time, and Chaim spoke in the Mary Shiva, and he gave Musa. And also he felt bad that maybe people would uh, be hurt for what he said. So when he came down from the Bimas, he asked the son of Israchi, Did I speak too sharp? Did I speak too strongly? Too sharply? So Israchi said, There's a cloud. When you speak to Rabbi, it's never too sharply. Because everyone thinks you mean somebody else. So no one takes it to heart. So he said, Chaim Shmuel really liked that word. He said, After he started giving Musa, and each time he told Rabbi Israchi, it's your, your side. Your side. If you're talking to a rabbi, everything's with somebody else. 
If that's the case, then maybe no one's listening to you. Because even the things you told them to do, <laughs> you, mean, you mean the other guy. Then if I'm said, okay. So, but, if, but, I, but I think I mean me. So if I think I mean me, then it's already okay. I'll get the message from it. Okay.